Well, hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am, of course, Dr. Phil. Now look, life throws us a lot of lemons, and sometimes you make lemonade, and sometimes you, you try to put that lemon up inside a human being, a la Richard Gere and the gerbil thing, uh, circa 1990-whatever. Um, but it's all about how you adjust to change. Okay, I, I've always said if you can look in the mirror and ask yourself, who am I? You can figure out who touched you. And today's guest is dealing with a whole different set of circumstances You've seen Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. Well, this guy's life is a little more depressing and f***ed up than that. Please welcome to the show, first-time guest and longtime mailman, Walter Fig. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, tone down your enthusiasm there, Fig. Sweet Jesus. Holy mother of Christ. Sorry for swearing. Bless you. Now, you came, you came into my life at a weird time because... You know, my idea of a mailman is... And my uncle came into my bedroom when I was a small boy. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. when, were you, when were you molested? Or when were you ingested, I guess, with the idea that family might not just be the family you know from the Olive Garden commercials, but maybe the type of family that, that wants to poke around your bedroom and poke around your bedroom, wink, wink, in quotes, <laughs> let it in some laughter, to where you... Figure out uh, maybe my maybe my bedroom is not such a safe spot for me to sleep. What the f are you talking about? I don't know. Let me rephrase the question. Who touched you? What? Now you grew up where? Pennsylvania. That's a depressing place. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's what contributes to your lack of enthusiasm and your I don't know overall look. You well, look like somebody that. You looked like a guy that would dig through cereal boxes to find the prize and then trade with a guy who, who scours the beach for, for, for metal prizes and have like some sort of weird swap. I do own a metal detector, if that is what you're asking. Yeah, welcome back to No F***ing sh starring me. And who else? Ted Danson. <laughs> okay. Now, what's with the glove? Most mailmen that I know don't wear a glove. It's very Michael Jackson of you, which is odd because you, you know, aren't a little boys. Why the fuck would I, why would you say that? I don't know. I'm just trying to make small talk. This is your small talk? You're a talk show host on national television network and you just said I like f***ing little boys? I was a, it was a joke. I'm trying to figure out what your sensibility is like. And first of all, if you're going to look at me and use that type of f***ing language, you're about two inches away from a chokehold and a dropkick. And you're two inches away from head to the grave, Buster. Now, this is what I like. Passion. Something you've been missing from your life, okay? Now, your hair's getting a little gray, and your beard's getting a little puby. Yeah, looking right back at you, you bitch. See, this is what I'm talking about. Now we're getting somewhere. Because what you told me when you wanted to come on the show, Walter, was that you didn't I just, have... I just want to clarify, I did not want to come on the show... My family has pushed me to come on the show to try to resolve some issues. Well, that's what I'm getting at. You're depressed, Walter. Your wife, it's a crazy story. Most of my guests that come on the show, they're dealing with some sort of drug problem or, you know, they've got too much back fat or, you know, their their clit gets all twisted up into their jean shorts. And but enough about you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, message received, Walter. And I like that. That shows me you're listening and you're willing to participate in the game we call life. Whether it's a simulation or not, you decided to show up, and that's half the battle. Hashtag so I, G.I. Joe. I wear this glove because uh, the right side of my body gets a little bit colder than the left side. 
as from years of walking around delivering mail sometimes in the snow and i think at one point i got a little bit of frostbite but i had to power through the shift so you've always been a workhorse you've always been a guy that wants to get the people what they need but yeah. guess what sometimes you lose sight of what walter needs and your wife truly lost sight oh marguerite what the? What is her Marguerite, name? Marguerite, why did you leave me? You mean Margaret? No, her name is Marguerite. Why would you leave me? Oh boy, it sounds like you should have left her with that sort of a fucking demon name, Marguerite. Marguerite, why is that a demon name? No, it sounds like something that would scare you in Ghostbusters. Or you'd put on your salad at a cheesecake factory. Can I get some more Marguerite? No thanks. Yeah, I know it was a joke anyway. Nobody wants that fucking seasoning. I would like that seasoning. Well, I know you did, and I know you would. Why'd she leave you? Well, it's what kind were of you a, doing? It's kind of a complicated story. We got all all the time in the world. We actually got about ninety seconds. She faked her own death to escape our marriage. And she... <laughs> That's so funny. Why'd she do that? Why'd she fake her own death? Why does anyone fake their own death? I don't know. It's the last resort. You feel trapped. What were you, you feel like you can't escape. You feel like you're in a hole that's ever-consuming and darkness is clouding around you. You look outside, but it's actually the inside that you're looking at, and it's the dark, black abyss that's inside of your heart. You realize that life isn't moving forward anymore. It's just moving more lateral. And you think to yourself, is this what death is like no the only way to continue is to fake your own death we'll add in some crowd applause wow that was that was that was a that was a lot but it wasn't enough for you walter this bitch had the nerve to fake did what she fake drowning did she fake being electrocuted oh yeah it was a bathtub scenario but she wrote it in a letter Oh, so you never saw the bathtub filled with blood and piss. Why would there be piss? <laughs> I read a book once. When that, you <laughs> when you die, you you, you you piss in the tub before you do. The, yeah, you, you piss and then you bleed out. The ritzy splitsies. You've read the same book. Yeah, I like to call suicide ritzy splitsies. Well. Because <laughs> it's a little bit more cheerful. Sounds like a personal problem. But we all have problems and we all need to deal with them personally. Your wife hated you for some reason. Why do you think? Why do you think that was, Walter? What were you doing or not doing? Because you're delivering the mail, so you're making other people happy, bringing them packages and letters and boxes. But there was one box you forgot to take care of. Your wife's. We'll be right back. Why couldn't you make your wife's box? Come. Well, I tried a lot of things. It got to a point where after a while, I had cotton mouth for 10 years straight. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so you tried to give cunnilingus with a bunch of foamy lips and tongue action? Yeah, a lot of lips, a lot of tits. I think I rented that in high school. Waited in some laughter. Yeah, it's my favorite kiss song, Lips and Tits. Oh, okay. See, now that's what I'm talking about, Walter. You've got hobbies. You like music. You know who Kiss the Band is. What am I, 10 years older than you? You little fart? 
Hey, watch your fucking mouth, you little piece of shit. I'll fuck you up, you cocksucking son of a bitch. I'll go back to your mom, cut off your umbilical cord supply so you'll never inherit the earth. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll get a time machine. I'll call my friend Elon Musk, get a time machine, go back in time to when you were eight, hit you over the head with a fucking Kit Kat bar, tie you up, lock you in the back of a minivan driven by midgets, and have them drive you all the way to Vegas, drop you off at a La Quinta Inn off the strip, have you work there for six years, develop an eating disorder, and then pick you back up, bring you back to the same bathtub in 2023 where your wife's about to piss and shit herself before she fakes her own death. You're kind of fucked up in the head, aren't you? We'll be right back. Now, your wife didn't want to be around you. We all have people we don't want to be around. Think of them right now. Say the name out loud to yourself. Phil Donahue. It's Dr. Phil. Phil McGraw. Phil Donahue, though, was my idol growing up. Who the hell are you then? Dr. Phil. I thought that I was doing the Phil Donahue show. Well, I thought I was interviewing a, a, a interesting human with a decent set of morals and a seven-inch cock hard. But apparently I'm doing with a 74-year-old pussy, four inches soft. What are you, 65 and a three-inch dick, you bitch? Why don't you ask my wife? Oh, rubbing that in my face because you two are still together? Maybe. Oh, and she didn't fake her own death? She didn't write a letter? Oh, trust and me. you took it to the police <laughs> and they said she's still alive right down the street? <laughs> trust me, she's tried to fake her own death. But there's something about that that makes me go, well, shit. Why, why am I not surprised that you do that? Do what? Wipe your snot boogers with your fucking shirt. You're delivering packages with a boogered-filled polo, U.S. mail. Disrespecting the flag and the bird. The few, the proud, the U.S. mail. What's the tough? Now, you do have a, 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 a an anger problem, no? Or you just, what makes you happy, Walter? What picks you up out of your, your down-in-the-dumps, woe is me, fuck my butt, you know? It's raining indoors. It's raining men. You know? What's what's my pickup? What's your what's your pick me up? What's your mood boost? What's your mojo swing me? Sometimes when the world aligns in motion and I was playing a game of Scrabble with my dear Marguerite. Mm. And there'd be walnuts on the table, but we'd both crack for each other. That's hot. They'd go everywhere, we'd laugh about the mess, but We'd wait till later to clean it up because a good old-fashioned board game was at hand. I'd wake up the next morning, watch the ball game on the television, circle classified ads looking for that new car that I was going to buy Marguerite someday, and then I'd take a nap. That was my happy place. Well, that was a really anticlimactic story with no beginning, middle, or end, but you let me into who you are. And I think what what we all do in this crazy fucked up thing called life is we try to just get up with a purpose. You bringing mail to people, yeah, that's that's fine, but it's not satisfying. And do you feel satisfied as a man oh, with what sure. you do? 
Oh, sure. There's a rub and tug right down the street from my place. If I'm ever in sort of a piss posh, ooh, I'll just head on down, call what, up Ming. Call up Ming. What kind of Asians are we talking? Oh, every 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 flavor. Ahuga. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, she works there. Uh, there's <laughs> Filipino, Vietnamese, Korean, Korean light. Um, you can also get African American, straight up whites. You know. Mm. Yeah. Tasty. Now, is there a, it, it can be, but it also can be too much. Gluttony, obesity, and uh, serenity. And, and they serenity. all go together. It's a Venn diagram. It's a Venn diagram. They all, they all work there, too. Serenity probably has the best spit to palm uh, ratio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But enough about me and my troubles. I think that you need to find out what it is that makes you click and tick. Mm-hmm. Because right now you're sitting in this purgatory. You're dre- you wear the same fucking outfit every day. You smell. I, you I, smell I like- work at a job with a uniform. I have to wear the same fucking thing every day. Well, you could ask them if they could get a hat that fits and some pants that aren't fucking wrinkled and crinkled. They look like you dropped them into a bucket of diarrhea and Charlie Bucket washed them with his fucking soup hands. Well, I'm sorry. Not all of us are employees of the men's warehouse and we get the discount on whatever suits we fucking want whenever we wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and still say, hey, honey, is that you? And you realize your wife is still in the bed next to you. I get what you're doing. Yeah, it must be fucking nice. Point your fucking finger with your big old perfect mustache and your big hey. old cock hands and you're looking at me like, ah, oh, lottie fucking da. Look at the sun shining on my bald ass head. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, the Lord took my hair, but it didn't take my will to live. Shit, that was dark. I don't want you to not be in this world anymore, Walter, but okay. the more and more that you talk, the more and more I think, yeah, maybe, maybe you should... Maybe maybe you should step away for a minute. Maybe you should go on a retreat. Put your phone on on silent. Retreats are for pussies. Who said that? Walter Fig. Are you on social media, Walter? That can be something that gets people down in the dumps. They start to compare and despair. Oh wait, so you're saying that I might be a beacon of hope for any time somebody thinks that their life is bad, they head on over to Walter Fig's profile and say, this guy's more fucking depressing than I am. Well, that's not where I was going with that. What I was saying, but now that you mention it, yeah, you are like one of those, you ever watch an episode of My 600-Pound Life or My 1,000-Pound Sister? Yeah, and think, is that all you got, bitch? Well, these girls are big, but they're also... They're also hungry, not for not not just for cool whip, you know, cool whip bites and and corn dog meals, but they're looking to fill up their stomachs uh, creatively as well. Now, look, you know, they I I don't I don't think if you ask one of those sisters to shimmy that she won't have a stroke, but I do watch that show and think I mean, it ain't. If you ask one of those fat girls to shimmy, it's going to look like a tether ball going around the wire. That's funny. And that's also visual. And that also is turning me on in a way that I think should turn you on, which is you need companionship, Walt. You got any pets? Well, I've got one turtle. No, what'd you do to him? I don't like where this is headed. No, his name is Daryl. He's a good turtle. But what does he do for work? Well, he's a turtle. Okay, cool. He doesn't have a job per se. Not yet. Not with that attitude. He's a fucking turtle. <laughs> Why do you want my job to get a, a job to get my turtle, a turtle to get my job? If you can't hold your friends accountable, they can't look at you and respect you. 
you think that my turtle is fucking mooching off of me and that's what I need to do in my life is make my turtle pay some fucking rent? I didn't say that. What I said... Well, you're pointing a lot of hands at me with your big old cock fingers. (laughs) Walter, how old are you? I'm 74 years old. That's 74 years young, okay? Mel Gibson's almost 90. Morgan Freeman's 174. People say that they're surprised how young I am because I have an old demeanor. Old demeanor, but young bones, okay? And any of those fatties on TV would love to be on the receiving end of your jizz. Do you mean that? I said it. What about Reba? McIntyre? McIntosh. Who's that? She created the computer. Oh. You know, there's only I only got bandwidth for one Reba, and that's McIntyre. And we're talking about the only woman I'd cheat on my wife with again. She's my hall pass and my and my, you know. There ain't nothing. I'll let her take a big old dump right on my face. If we were 69 and, and she queefed and shit in my face, I'd act like I was running through a sprinkler on the 4th of July. You know a 69 with a little bit of poop on it? It's What's called that called? A 71. We'll be right back. I want you to find a reason to get up. I want you to find a reason, and this goes for everyone out there too, I want you to look in the mirror, wipe it down, spray it spray it with a little Windex, wipe it down and say, who the fuck do you think you, who the fuck? Do it for me right now, Walt. Look in the camera, look in your camera, that's your mirror. My name's Walter, repeat after me. My name's Walter. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think you are? I like what I see. I want I want to like what I see. I want to like what I see. But but I don't see what I like. I don't see what I like. There's days where I wake up wondering maybe my turtle has more going on than me. Thanks. And maybe he knows something I don't. You want me to repeat all that fucking thing? <laughs> Like these are getting longer and longer. Well, the you want point- me to look in the mirror and say that my turtle has fucking more going on than me? What the hell kind of advice doctor are it's you? Good ec- God, man. It's an exercise, you c- Now. You take that back. It's an exercise. Thank you. I don't I don't want you to walk out of today's show with less self-esteem than when you came in with, but you got to meet me halfway, Walt, okay? I've dealt with a lot of figs. Don't cancel me, but you're the only one that makes me think there's hope for the future. Because what I mean by that is, you you come in here with a lot of chutzpah, okay? You, you're What's, you're is that Jew talk? That's a that's a Jewish term. It means uh, pizzazz, um, or uh, you know, uh, um, what's the word? What, Cheap. You know, what is it? Cheap. No. <laughs> Come on, I know how the Jews, you know. Okay, hey, hey. Listen. Hey, we're sponsored by... What? By Matzah. Jews? Well, in a way. Uh-huh. In a way, we're all sponsored by did Jews. Did you just say that... Did you almost just say that we're sponsored by Matzah Ball Soup? We are. Oh, yeah, what's the name of the fucking brand? Oi. 
Yeah. Oi matzo ball soup. Then flash the fucking graphic on the screen. I Put don't believe up. you. Oi matzo ball soup. If you want soup and you like juice stuff, oi. You think I'm making it up, but that's a real fucking place and a real sponsor. All right. Now, if you don't want to improve, we can shut the fucking cameras off right now. But I'm gonna give you an opportunity. I'm gonna run you through a little Doctor Phil test. You're getting a little pointy with your finger and a little preachy with those <laughs> cock hands. All right. It ain't my fault if my fingers look like cocks, but it is your fault Has anybody ever if told you keep you, staring at them. You got girthy fingers? Every day of my life. Every day of my every day of my life. Did you ever used to work at a delicatessen? Go on. And then you start leafing through all the meats. Sorry, just... <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, hey, hey. Someone's been without... I, I without the human touch know, for a while. I, it's been a while since I actually, <laughs> since I actually fucking touched anybody. And my problem, I got a, I got a shiver down my asshole when I, when I accidentally bumped your knee. My, my problem Man, isn't this with, bringing back to the foxholes of Vietnam. My problem isn't with the knee touch and the finger graze. It's the way you look at me when you do it. Yeah. What? Because it's the first fucking time I felt joy in thirty years. <laughs> well, and I'm here for that. And if that's what you need. Then that's that's the right speed. Oh, really? You'd be such a therapist if you drop your trout and suck your <laughs> cock real quick, and you'd say, oh, session's done. Well, look, you can ask any of my patients and clients that I'll go to, to the depths of hell to make sure that you walk out of here feeling better about yourself. And if that means taking a, look, a, a, a lick of a Tootsie Pop or, or a shot to the eyeball, I ain't going to do it. You know, we'll turn the can. Look, this ain't about me. And you're... And you, and, I'm gonna. I'll fuck you up. I'll fight you. I'm sorry. Wow, that was some. Uh, I have tactics, and I've got. Yeah, I've, you've got some tactics. <laughs> it's called repressed homosexuality. <laughs> My you wife, just, look, you just threaten to fuck me, then fight me in a matter of 22 seconds. Sometimes I'll make my wife Robin wear a mask of myself during intercourse, so okay. that I know what it's like when people tell me to go fuck myself. Yeah. But I want to know from you real quick. Are you willing to go through a Dr. Phil confidence test and see if we can get you from point A to point D? Okay. I just want four steps out of you. I just want an improvement, an adjustment, a change, and a recognition. An improvement, an adjustment, a change, and a recognition. A recognition, a change, an improvement, an adjustment. Either way you slice it, either way you dice it, you're going to be better. Only if you want to be. Only if you want to be. I'm ready for some change. I When I go shopping all of these days, even though my wife faked her death, I sometimes see Get her. over it. What? Shock therapy. Get over it. Fuck you. Sticks and stones may break my bones. But cocks will never hurt you. Okay. I don't think, hear me out. I don't think you have a turtle. I think you've got a drinking problem. I think I think you've got a need, a need problem. Here's what you need. Companionship. Strippers. <laughs> New underwear. I'll leave you with that, yeah. 
You strike me as someone that wears the same shit over and over. I don't even think you wear deodorant. I don't even think you've ever washed your asshole. But that's not for me to decide or judge. Only Judy judges me. The only time I wash my asshole is in the public jacuzzi at the YMCA. Dear God. I get one guest in for free when I come. <laughs> the YMCA does have some of the cleanest tubs around. Speaking of which, when's the last time you bathed yourself? I'll wait. Bathed myself? Taking a shower. I took a shower two days ago. Well, that's a moment where you can self-reflect and self-diagnose. And just from looking at you and just from smelling you and just from seeing the bones and the hair on your body and the freckles, I could connect the dots, but I think you... I had meatball parmesan last night that is not settling. (laughs) That was damn disgusting. It's like a gremlin's fighting with a diarrhea truck, bubbling its way to the top. Walter, there's something going on in the universe, and I don't want to get astrophysical, but I do want to get metaphysical, and I want to step into the metaverse with Mark Zuckerberg. You know the Facebook guy? The nerd? Yeah. I mean, he's got, you know, he's got he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. But, you know, that's just because he's got money. A guy who has a girlfriend but still a virgin. Is that so? Yeah. Now, how how come a guy creates Facebook and then can't get laid? Yeah, and fuck you, Zuckerberg. Nice. We'll edit that out. We'll keep that in. I think is that that one of your Jew sponsors as well, Zuckerberg? I see what you're doing. You get real uncomfortable, huh? I see what you're doing. Real uncomfortable. Well, I'm not even Jewish. McGraw is uh, Irish, right? I don't know what it is. I've been 23 and meet myself recently. Okay. You, don't you gotta to. put you gotta put a little spit of you know, a little semen into a cup and send it to like Iraq or something. Yeah, and they tell you who your grandma is. Pretty sure you definitely don't put semen in there. Okay, well you're telling me what I bought online was a scam. You put a little bit of semen in a jar, you send it to Iraq, and they tell you, you know, where you went to school in the fifth grade. Twenty three and me, are we talking about the same family tree origin story? Yeah, I think that I, I think that you, you jerk should... off into a cup. You send it to Iraq. They tell you when you saw the movie Fern Gully in theaters. They can really test for that. <laughs> they can test for anything. Mm. And speaking of tests, I want to put you through a Doctor Phil confidence quiz. Okay, in a little segment, we have to call the Doctor Phil confidence quiz. All right. I'm here with Walter Fig, national treasure. I'm 100 percent European, by the way. You're peeing on my show right now with all your negative energy. We'll edit in some laughter. Yeah, you really burned me, you bitch. Well, you're you're not the most fun guy to be around, but I think that can change. And my goal... <coughs> oh, monkeypox. <coughs> COVID. Oh, you just ate all that, huh? Oh, God. Now I know what it's like to be on the receiving end of your blowjobs. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's a series of questions. Answer truthfully. All right. I want you to feel better about who is living inside of Walter Fig. Okay. By the way, your name sounds like a movie that 
like, you know, I don't know, Matt Damon would play you in a movie, you know, where it's about, you know, this summer, watch what happens when an ordinary mailman gets stung by a bee, falls off a cliff, and has his wife fake her own death because he's such a fucking bummer to be around. Matt Damon is Walter Fig. I hope I can get some mint chocolate chip ice cream at the fair again. It's the movie nobody wanted to see. Uh, where's my bike? He was always looking for his bike. Uh, maybe it's next to my balloon. And his balloon, because he's an old fart with no friends and no hobbies. Except the mail, which he delivers on time. Every fucking day. I gotta get to the houses so they can get their mail. But there's one box he couldn't fill. A pussy. Because his wife faked her own death. My wife ate this summer. Walter Fig is mailman. Hey, yo, 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 yo. I go uh, see you, that. You want me to do a fucking movie trailer about your life, you bitch? Please, I thought you'd never ask. Yeah, it's starring Robert Downey Jr. as Dr. Phil McGraw. Hi, I'm Dr. Phil. I'll take a dump in my loafers every morning just to feel the shit between my feet because that's how much I spray on national television. This summer, there's a guy that's so fucking bald and so hard to look at that you can't stand the sight of him when the sun hits the top of his dome. Oh, 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 let's go play some tennis or something. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Because my life is so good. I got my whole wife, my whole, whole life ahead of me. I got my family. He's so white and so boring. You have no idea how to keep a conversation going with somebody that you could remotely help on your television show that you've been hosting for 30 years. Oh, that'd be great. We'll be right back. We'll, we'll add in some audience laughter after this because there's not any audience actually fucking laughing at what I'm saying now, is there? Because there's so many people that are watching in disbelief and cringe that this guy still has a show after all these years. This summer, Dr. Phil... It had to be done. Sorry about that. I hope you feel the burning sensation that you've caused not only myself and my staff, did your damn stomach gargle while you touched my schnoz? I know you haven't been touched. I know you haven't been rushed. And I know you haven't been brushed with death the way your wife has, but hasn't. That doesn't mean that you can't. I, I made up the uncle thing at the top of the show to sound more interesting. I've actually lived it. Oh, we all, we all, we all knew that. But there's yeah. no way in hell that you as a little boy would ever be grabbed on or groped on. Because the problem is nobody's ever wanted to touch me. Oh, shit. Here we go. My cue wife. The, cue the violin music. My wife. We were married for thirty-five years. That's a long time. But then I'm she, currently going on forty-five. She had to go. Okay, way to whip your cock out. Trying to relate to you. Thirty-five years of marriage. You weren't bringing it. What'd she do? She faked her death and left me. I still see her all the time, and I realize where at Aldi. Who? The grocery store, Aldi. 
Well, that's not a real place. It really is. Where? It's in, you know, we're, we're filming fucking Los Angeles right now. There's one in the valley. Is that like one of those poor, like a food for less? You don't have to. Mr. Moneybags McGraw over Well, look, here. I ain't shopping at a place where people, you know, wear sweatpants. I mean, everybody wears sweatpants there. So, yeah, you probably have never been there. I what? digress. Are you a Whole Foods guy? I'm you, not even Whole There's a new place. You an No, there's a grocery store that only uh, a select elite are allowed to enter. It's called Fuck It. You just swipe your credit card and... You grab you whatever you want. You just grab whatever you want. Peace snaps, orange slices. Yeah. But, you know, this is something that you just can't understand because you don't have the the time. Why did... You, why did... Why did... How did... Why do you see her still? That's like pouring salt on the wound. That's like... That's like digging up the body and playing hopscotch with it. Why do you want that trauma? Because I still love her and I'm not prepared to work on myself yet, I guess. Here we go. Here we go. I'll take your confidence test or whatever you need me to do, Dr. Phil. I'm sorry I've been pushing against It's fine. I'm sorry I slapped you, but you needed it. Yeah. Did you feel a little reset button? Did you feel a charge? This is the most alive I've felt in years. Well, here we go again. I think that made it worse a little bit. No, it didn't. I have a heart condition. I don't know if this is good. Suck it up. Dr. Phil, if you'd stop hitting me, please. This is for your own good. I'm just an old man, and I think you broke my cheekbone. (laughs) Is this how you fucking therapize people? Not everybody. Only you and women that can take it. <laughs> Why are you striking me, Doctor Phil? It's I not said a I'm, strike; it's a love punch. I said I was ready to, ready to take the test to learn and take the test. Well, great. I think you're ready now. I didn't think you were ready before. Fuck that one felt a little too hard. Are you okay? <sighs> Damn. Ooh, I even something. Even, your back was bleeding. <laughs> I could feel your bloody back. Okay, started, let's just take the test before you expire. I think I just started shit blood. That's fine. If you, hey, if you haven't shit blood at least once in your life, you know, you ain't truly you ain't truly living. Now, this test is a series of questions. Five questions. I can get a one word answer from you, or I can get a whole diatribe. Your choice. What does that light mean from your from that guy over there? Oh shit! I think that means you're dying. All right, let's hurry this up. First question, what's your favorite food to have on an island if your plane crashed and you could only have one food uh, to eat until until they came to save you? And then you could have whatever you want. Peanut brittle. Okay. What's the first thing you think of after you ejaculate? Vanilla wafers. If you could, if you could, if you could go on a hot air balloon ride around the world with one person living or dead, who would it be? Enrique Iglesias. That was also my answer. We're getting somewhere. Now, here's where this gets a little tougher. 
What race do you think we should get rid of? <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll be right back. Now, we've got two questions left, and these are the important ones. I really do think they have horns, though, you know. That, that, I know, but <laughs> two questions left. Two questions remain, Yeah. and I want to get you into, into a space mm -hmm. where you feel comfortable mm -hmm. to do that to someone you don't know. Yeah. Walter, if you had advice for your younger self right now, what would you tell him? Look right in that camera and tell him, young Walter, here's what to look out for and here's what to look into. Keep running. Keep running. <laughs> There's a race that I didn't finish when I was in middle school. Okay, because it sounds like you're trying to run away from your thoughts. Oh. Okay, let me try to clean that up a little bit. Well, no, no. What you said is what you said, and what you meant is what you said. And I think if you're gonna if you're gonna squirt at a children's birthday party, don't blame it on the clown. Take responsibility. Blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. You could. You could. Chances are, if you're squirting and you're a dude. And you're at a birthday party you shouldn't be at. You figured life out? Well, no. You probably had one too many vodka sodas. Oh. And that gets me to my last question. Your vice. We all have a vice. So, <laughs> some people it's marijuana. Some people it's over-the-pants hand jobs at a Best Buy in Des Moines, Iowa. Shout out to Kate. If there's somebody or something that you can't get enough of, and you could trade it in right now for your wife to be alive, which she is, but not be dead, which she was, what would that be? And this answer defines who you are moving forward. I honestly tried to follow that fucking question, <laughs> and I have no fucking idea what. All I'll say is, Dr. Phil, I'll work on it. I'm an old man, all right? I don't You're know. not that old. I don't know how much I can change in these last years that I have on Earth, okay? I'll do my damn best. Will I find a new marguerite? There may not be time for me, but maybe. Maybe I'll get on one of those fucking dating apps and there you go. go out there and get the confidence to meet some women my age there or you go. some women on yeah, younger. Whoop, 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 whoop. We're talking at least 19 years old. Okay. Now, in some cities... I know if you go to like Indonesia or the Philippine Islands, mm -hmm. you can get... They counted in dog years over there <laughs> oh, or something God. like that. Well, that might be true, yeah. but that also might be illegal. Mm -hmm. I don't think bestiality is necessarily bad. It, whoop, I'm going to stop myself right there. What, my, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Am I not allowed to take... No, that was the right time. Okay. If your wife walked in the room right now, Marguerite, as you say, mm -hmm. awful name, awful name. Oh, if I had to scream out the name Marguerite, I'd just, I'd, 
<laughs> Woo! That would fucking suck. Because it sounds like the name of a graham cracker company that couldn't get the marketing together. Okay, have you shit on my wife's name enough, or were you going to have a final question for me? Touche would have been a better name than Marguerite. Fuck me, Touche. Right there, Touche. Can I put it in your Touche? <laughs> if Marguerite walked in, we'll edit in some laughter. If Marguerite walked in right now, what would you say to her? I'd say, Marguerite, I know that at one point in our relationship you felt like the only way to escape me was faking your own death. But? But I've worked on myself. And? And I'm ready to be the man that you want me to be. So? I will go down on you as much as you want. But? I will make sure I go to the dentist and make sure that my liquids are flowing properly so it doesn't feel like cotton balls being thrown into a vat of butter. Because? I love you, and I'm willing to take the steps to improve myself to be with you long-term because you're the last woman that I want to see when I exit this earth. And? And if you have a friend, we could maybe do like a three-thing, like or like a, do like a mixer where we mix the keys around. And <laughs> But? If she's got a husband, we're going to have to kill that guy because he can't find out anything about this information. So? When we go to the movies, I will buy your ticket this time because I know that that was the last thing, the reason why you wanted to leave me. Because? You really wanted to see Shawshank Redemption when it went back in the theaters all those years ago. I think you're fixed. Well done. Thank you, Phil Donahue. We'll, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> 